all Loki had to do was learn how to control time travel. That's it. That's what this episode set up. That's what this episode was. That's that that everything else that happened just throw it out the window. Loki was this guy who was all by himself, trying to do everything on his own. Then he meets up with, and he's and he's saying Mobius like, wouldn't you think you wouldn't just like be creepy like that when you're trying to convince someone to come join you? It's okay, I'm a friend. I thought the backstories to all of the characters was really cool. Um, what's her name is actually like a doctor, which makes all the sense in the world. A lot of the reasons why superheroes become superheroes are pretty stupid. I heard him say, if they catch us, they're gonna gut us like a fish, and I laughed so hard. Even though I think it would be egregious, and I probably wouldn't like it at first, like, the long-term effect? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. Is that real? Or... It's recording. Wow. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chuck. <laughs> I'm Lee. That was, that, that was different. I'm Will. How? Okay. I, I was just trying to be weird. When did you yeah, become British? You, you succeeded. <laughs> it wasn't British. I, I don't know what that was. I was just... It was I'm British. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're here. Um, and I got nothing special to say except... Uh, we're going to talk about some stuff. Loki. Mostly Loki. Mostly um, Loki. This episode, this is uh, season two, episode four, The Spaghetti Incident. I mean, uh, science fiction. Episode five. Um, this episode five. Oh, whatever. Episode five. The Spaghetti Incident. Um, no. Yes, The Spaghetti Incident. Absolutely. So, uh, I, question I, mean, I have. I, why I, they did not name it The Spaghetti Incident makes no sense to me. Why they didn't play a Guns N' Roses song off of The Spaghetti Incident is beyond... They, but they chose, like, right. the most obscure Velvet Underground Velvet song. Velvet Underground song. <laughs> that I can possibly think... Oh, Sweet Nothing, <laughs> which I love the song. Don't get me wrong. But it's just, like, everybody's spaghettifying all around the place, and it's like... But the first thing I think of Guns, Guns N' Roses. I don't know. <laughs> so I didn't think anything of it when it came to music because I, I, I'm not a huge music person. So yeah, I really yeah. can't. <laughs> I can't. That's okay. I can't say. That's okay. I can't say much. Yeah. But so, who's going first tonight? I don't know. I will. Go ahead. You will. No, he's he will. You Chuck. Ah, I Chuck. Uh, I you go. Chuck. I Chuck. You Chuck. I go you go. First. You go first. I go first. Um, I like this episode. Oh, do you? I did a lot. Mm, okay. I'm actually really, I, I actually really, it's been a while since I've said this on anything Marvel or Disney plus, but I actually really enjoy what they're doing with this so far. There was one thing I wasn't a fan of, and that was just simply how they ended it. I don't mind the cliffhanger. The one question I do have, though, is, is he the only one came back and everyone was already there? Did they all come back? It only showed like he kind of time slipped. He was the only one who time slipped back there. And you see Mobius already standing there. So that's where I'm kind of confused. At the very, very end. I'm confused at what you're asking. Mobius? You yeah. mean Ouroboros? No, Mobius is standing to his left. That was... Or was it Ouroboros? That was Ouroboros. Okay. Either way, he still... Whoever it was, was standing to his left already yeah, there. Yeah, no, no. They didn't time slip back in. No, no. He's the only one who's time slipping. He went back to 
before the loom, ex- you know, exploded. Why are we still right. calling it time slipping? This is full on Loki can time travel. Correct. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. I, I kind of like it. Okay. Sure. But, yeah. but the, 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 what I don't get is it required everyone to be there for them to go for them, him, whoever to go back to where the, before the loom blew up. But he's the only one who went back. Yet they're all the ones who got split into different time streams. So that's the only part where I'm left like they. Eh. It didn't require them all to be there. No, it did. Not no, at it all. didn't. Not at Not all. Not at all. No. The whole point about this is well, he had to figure out how to control it. Uh, yes, that yes, was right. all that happened. That's was he it. learned how to control his time slipping? That's all um, this episode was. It had nothing was. to do with the. Yes, it Everything was not about them else that being happened in, in this place. episode. You could render absolutely obsolete. You did not need to do it anything was like, else. All Loki had to do was learn how to control time travel. That's it. That's what this episode set up. That's what this episode was. That's that that everything else that happened just throw it out the window. Absolutely. Which that's, if that's the case, I still enjoyed it. So because it's this is this is what happens in a lot of heroes, superheroes is the arc, you know. They have to figure out how to control something. They have to figure out this is just a new power. You know, Smallville did this all the time with Clark. He had to figure out how to actually use it. It's just he did it in an episode sometimes for, you know, in this. It was, we saw this episode one. Now we're seeing it again. He's trying to figure it out. But it happens after the loom blows up. Great. So everything is gone. He has to get back prior to it. Fantastic. Um, I like that. Ouroboros, Obi is like, he doesn't know it, but he like believes everything. Oh, he's Doug. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic. Um, and then the fact that Sylvie was just like, yeah, I know who you are. That part I don't fully understand. Unless, mm. because she's not time slipping, but she knows what's going on. That I don't get. Um, that Well, she was also not pulled from a branch and memory wiped and all that stuff. Like She's been traveling herself there's so a lot you, of stuff so you, that's up so in you think that she is like the travelers in the in the TARDIS where because they're in the TARDIS everything else happens they're an anomaly I guess they're kind of outside that I think it's how they're doing it again it's all this wibbly wobbly wobbly timey wimey stuff that they're not going to fully explain they've, they've been already changing explained their time it time they've theory. already explained it Loki Loki is a god and nothing that happens in and like she's the a real exactly and nothing that happens like affects either one of them we, this has been established <laughs> Eh? Meh. Wait, what makes Loki a god again? Wasn't he adopted? He was like some ice prince or something. What makes him a god? He has all those powers. Where'd he get those powers? Who knows? He was adopted. Yeah. That's like you adopting a kid and suddenly they have your DNA. It doesn't make sense. Just because you adopted them. I wonder if the Frost Giants could all do that. I wonder if Odin just bestowed upon him, like, the gift of magic. Maybe. Yeah, the gift of mischief. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to make you the god of mischief. So it sounds like it sounds like because all this other storyline, except for him trying to figure out how to use his, you know, ability to time slip, to the two of you, like you guys could have done without this episode because it was all pointless except for that. Am I no. wrong, Will? No. Well, 
okay, I'll let go you go well. first. Go ahead, I'll let you go before me, Lee. Go ahead. Cause... I'm pretty sure I said this like an episode or two ago. Is it seems like everything they've done in this season, I'm, I've just been so confused about. Like, why are they trying to do something that's going against the obviously inevitable? Like, the loom has to break. We know that they're going towards a multiversal multiverse. You know, it's it's going to be a thing. So what is it that Loki is trying to fight against? And in this episode, they finally get to the point, which is he's just being selfish and wants what he wants because he wants it. Yeah, but every timeline is diminishing at this point now. Right. Every single one of them. All the branches. They said that all the branches are dying. And the sacred timeline. They said all the branches are dying. That's that's the thing that that's the only thing the that words, com- the branches are dying. That's the only thing that confuses me about Sylvie is she knows that this is happening. She knows that this is going to happen. She knew uh, this episodes ago. You know, yeah. and she's and when she's sitting there listening to the Velvet Underground, she's shocked and surprised when it actually happens. That's the only part that I really don't get. Like, what you you saw this coming? It's that this yeah. shouldn't be a surprise to you at all. So yeah, so this episode it answers my question of of you know, well, it doesn't answer a question. It just basically goes along with what I was saying. Like everything they're doing here is futile. So I mean, this whole thing was. Loki is working with anybody he can to try to do things in his own strength. And this is like, you know, our life, trying to do things in our own strength, you know, and we realize that everything is just futile, you know, like it's, it's futile. We can't, we can't. Resistance go. is futile. Yes, it is. Mm. All your base are belong to us. Mm. Um, but the reality is this entire season has been like this, just like life, <laughs> trying to do things in our own strength. It won't go that way. We can fight and fight and fight. But the reality is no matter what he's tried to do in this entire episode was get the band back together. Like, oh, that makes sense. That sounds great. And at the end, none of it mattered. It had nothing to do with people getting together. Really cool idea. I mean, Obi even says, or sorry, Doug says here, um, oh, yeah, that's impossible. But go ahead and do it. Like, wait, nothing you just said makes sense. He goes, yeah, but I mean, if it was impossible and you did it before, then what's to say you can't do something impossible again? Okay, I guess that makes sense. You know, that's the whole point. Is like everything that we're seeing here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Keep going. Oh, good for you. All right. Um, everything we that we're seeing here it was just like for nothing. But in the end, it's not for nothing because he learned a valuable lesson. He loves his friends. Oh. But that was the reason why. That was the though. whole point. But uh, that was the reason why, though, is this, which I which I appreciate, you know, you think that the reason why, because this conversation with Sylvie, is because he's being selfish. Well, he's being selfish, but in all reality, Loki was this guy who was all by himself, trying to do everything on his own. Then he meets up with, you know, Mobius, Mobius and, yeah. and Obi and Sylvie and all these other characters, and he realizes that he can't do it alone. It's more continued growth for his character. Right. We got it in the first episode of season one, and now we're getting like an additional growth for him here. Right. Like when I, when I, when he, I, I know I mentioned it before. There was that episode where, where Mobius lost it and slapped Red in the face. And he's just like, Are you okay? Like, you don't seem okay. It seems like you kind of lost it there. Do you want to talk about it? Right. Like, it was very different for Loki for him to make that jump where it's like, he's the sensible one right now. And he seems like he genuinely cares for his friend Mobius here. And I'm like, Huh, not what I expected his character to grow into not the way that he did especially after he started the episode and he was like full on loki you know with the shadow play and all that stuff um 
which was I, I thought was great to see um, again. But like we're seeing his character become a very different character than what we saw before. You know, like when we first were introduced to Loki, we're like, oh, look at this little, you know, annoying stepbrother. And then you're like, oh, he's behind all this stuff in the end and blah, blah, blah. And then he grows and then, you know, does the whole New York thing. And then later on and and what was it? Thor 2, the one that everybody kind of forgets about where he's like, he's good, but he's bad. And you're not was really he sure. In Thor 2? Yeah, he was. He was in prison. That's when his mom died. That's, oh, that's the, right. All that stuff when he's got the long hair. He's a really long hair. I forgot about that. And like, when did he get a haircut? When he was running away, trying to figure out why he was time slipping at the end of season one. That's when he got a haircut. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Anyway, I'm going around in circles here, but the point is, this whole episode was to show continued growth for Loki and to lead up to him being able to have a new power that he's going to use in this final season of this or final episode of this season. And we're going to see what he's going to do with oh, it. Oh, is this only six episodes long? Yeah, I yep. thought it was eight. But my wife was like, oh, yeah, this, I mean, this is what they're doing. This, and next week's the final episode. Like, my wife was watching it before I was. And I was, I, I was annoyed because I, you know, normally it's like, hey, do you want to watch an episode with me? Now she's been watching it, and I come back and like, hey, you want to watch it again so I can watch it for the first time? She she, she loves the character, and she loves the story. Um, when we were downstairs doing our podcast on WandaVision, she was upstairs watching it. Huh. I didn't realize that. So it was like it was happening at the same time. Again, I, I always will bring it up. But in the beginning, like when, when Avengers first came out, my wife saw it in the theater three times alone. Like that's how much she loved the first Avengers movie. And I look back at it now, I'm like, oh, man, that was, I mean, it was good, but it wasn't as good as the stuff that's come out since then. But, you know, it's like, okay. So she definitely invested in it. But seeing this character go from who he was before to see it here, I wouldn't say it's quite Walter White, but it's definitely something that they're trying to push right now is is a character development that goes from one side to the other. Um, and... You know, we're seeing it here where now his entire point and his entire purpose is just because he misses his friends. And it's a selfish reason. And, you know, he w- you, you can make it very clear when he's over there talking to Don, or a.k.a. Mobius, in his garage. And he's like, I need you to come back, Mobius. And he's, and he's saying, Mobius, like, wouldn't you think you wouldn't just, like, be creepy like that when you're trying to convince someone to come join you? It's okay, I'm a friend. A friend? Yeah, yeah, I'm a friend, too. And he's, like, ready, ready to hit him with a wrench. You know, like it was when he pulled out that wrench, <laughs> I went to one place and one place only. <laughs> Fast and the Furious. Oh, oh. I haven't watched that one forever. When he beats him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Can't say I do. So so Will, real quick, you're 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 <laughs> you seem very enthusiastic about this episode. So <laughs> So so give us a you hated it. I can tell. I hate that he can time travel. I hate that he can time travel now. Like out of like out of nowhere like he's time slipping and you think it's because oh, he's time slipping because the TVA is going amok or he's time slipping because he was pruned or he's time slipping because he's in this place or he's time slipping because the loom is about to explode and it's just all interconnected. No, no, no. They just do away with all that and now he can full on control time travel. So Doctor Strange, okay, what, what's the point now moving forward with him? What's the point now uh, going back into the MCU and, like, like just being, like, wowed by all of the stones, especially, like, the time stone? Okay, he doesn't he doesn't need the time stone. Like, nobody needs the time stone. That time thing stone's was, gone. Yeah, but it, the it's point destroyed. is, the point is, is, like, what was the point 
if you are just going to develop a character that's going to be able to time travel without anything. What's the yeah. point? For what reason? For what why? And again, I go back to these things all the time. Whenever you do time travel or you're going to rewrite history or there's a resurrection, it should have to cost something. This costs nothing. He's there with his friends and he figures out how to time travel and then he doesn't need his friends in that moment anymore and now he's just back before everything went amok and now everybody's going to be alive all over again. No more spaghetti incident. All that never happened and they're going to figure out a way out of this mess. I think it's ridiculous. It's lazy well, story storytelling it's lazy storytelling incarnate it's so i mean you saw and you you saw in the post credit scene where he flew around the earth a bunch of times and just undid everything we just watched in the past few episodes right well i mean i had a i have the same problem with that too <laughs> that's that that's equally as stupid it's equally as like okay so when gamora came back to life it cost something because she completely lost her memory and they have to build that whole relationship up all over again uh -huh. i'm fine with things yep. like that um vision Coming back in the, in the stone and everything and pulling out of its skull, that caused something because it did something to wander in her psyche. I'm all, I'm all fine with that. Well, what is that, this going to do? That, this is not going to do anything. This is not going to do – fine, that too. This is not going to do anything but further empower Loki moving forward in the MCU. And why do we have to, like, create this ultimate – all-powerful being that can time travel now. I linked you guys a couple... Well, I didn't link you guys an article, but I've been no, doing you, nothing you but reading for the past, like, couple of days about, like, this MCU character that I had no idea about and how Loki, like, e e evolves into the god of stories. Loki, the god of stories. Just Google that. Google that term. It's ridiculous what this character is capable of, and I don't understand why it has to be written in right now at this time. It's... I hate it i absolutely hate it they could have done anything else they could have done anything else they could have gone off and got a variant of timely or or or, or whomever they could have done anything else with mobius they could have they're playing with this whole thing with with victor timely and ouroboros about like what came first the chicken or the egg why couldn't you just continue with that that theme continue on with that storyline you don't have to just like render all of that obsolete oh now loki can just time travel and go back and fix everything and we have one episode left yay i i yeah that those are my those are my thoughts on what this episode did as a whole what was the point of this entire season the point of this entire season was loki needs to learn how to time travel that was the entire <laughs> point of this whole show loki needs hey, to learn not, how to time travel it's so stupid we'll what do you mean we're not there yet he did it in, in this episode <laughs> he did it he did it he actually said, I learned how to do it. I learned how to control it. Bye, everybody. And he was gone. If he finished that whole thing with, I done it, it would have been perfect. <laughs> those are, those that are, would have been, that would have been the perfect ending. Those are my, I, I understand those what you're, are my I understand thoughts. What you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But there's a lot about this that, I, I'm actually enjoying. I'm enjoying not fully knowing. Like we've had a different thought every week as to where this episode, where the, where the show is going. I like not fully knowing. I said this last week. I know that there are there's a lot of questions that we do have that should have been answered and that I believe still should be. Um, and it gets mixed in with all the questions that I, I'm thankful that we do have, which kind of gives you a slightly bad taste. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, with this with this so far i my thought process is he got introduced into the 
the cerebral. Yeah. Which is why now, which is why he can time slip now. Okay. Because he went inside there, something happened to him that gave him this ability to do that. Hmm. Will it last after this? Will it last after he fixes everything? I don't. It may or may not. I don't it's, know. Absolutely, it, they're not gonna go through this. All of this. If they do that, it's it's storytelling malpractice. If they just go through all of this storytelling and this character growth, only to like in the end take a new power away from him that wouldn't make any sense they're absolutely going to move forward with him being able to like slip in and out of timelines and travel back and forth like he's gonna be he's just gonna be that character which if they do a complete about face with the character and he's just same old bad guy selfish loki like if it, like if we if we reverse to that then things become incredibly interesting like then that there's a cost there like something has to happen with this that's just that's that that's that's my opinion. But all in all, like if this episode happened like two or three episodes ago, and I'm gonna kind of harp on something that Chuck usually says, if this was like a 13 or 14 episode season, and this episode happened in the middle, I think I would feel differently about it. But because it's the penultimate episode, there's one episode left. It's like this. This is a lot to like cram in. To the second to last episode of the season, it's a we've lot. We've been saying that about wow. we've been saying that about every single show that yeah. we've discussed. And Marvel it's does, yeah. Star Wars and I mean well, any Plus. any of the Disney, streaming shows. Disney Plus, yeah. Well, Titans, we're not doing that because there's eleven to twelve episodes. Yeah, but even, not cramming but, things. Well, yeah, because we don't because we have no idea where they're going. That's why. Um, we, don't well, where, we don't know where this is going. We don't know where this is going either. We have a better idea with Titans where that's going in this in, in the season that we're in right yeah. now than we do than we do with most of what Disney Plus puts out in six episodes. <laughs> at least at least primarily with with Titans, there is a there's there's a underlying thread that you can see. Like we know in the season that we're in Titans right now, that the final episode is him becoming Nightwing. That has been the reason for this whole thing. Is it the final? I mean, I don't remember. Yeah, it's the final episode of this season. Of season oh, yeah. Did you watch it? No. Oh, well, then how do you, how do you know? Because it's called Nightwing. The episode <laughs> itself is called... Like, how do you... like how... Cheater. <laughs> Cheater. It's all, you look at the thumbnails of the of the episodes, and you're, looking, you're trying it's to... Kinda, it it's kind of hard to miss. I, I, th I thought about that. Like, where are we with, with Titans? Are we not doing titans yeah next week we're going back to it yeah we're going no, 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 back no. Next whatever week. like we haven't even released an episode in two weeks titans. it's oh two it's weeks. been it's been every two, three every weeks. two weeks it's been two or three it's, weeks since been... i released an episode of titans correct okay that's why i was confused i didn't get a response on that was all the audio bad for the titans ones one no. episode oh, was okay. one episode one episode of titans the audio was a bit rough and i'm okay. i'm having a hard time with it i'm i'm reluctant gotcha. <clears throat> It's, it's okay. it is what it is. All right. Yeah, I think we're like three episodes behind on releasing, right? Because it was like nine, or we're up to eleven. Anyway, we turned it up to eleven. Did we? We did. Here you go. We Enjoy. <laughs> wow. Was that eleven? <laughs> that was way too loud. Don't ever do that again, please. You said you couldn't hear him. Anyway. Y yeah. So. Hmm. I agree with you in many points, Will. Um, now there are, let's, let's talk about some of the things you liked about this. Will. what did you like? 
about the episode as a whole. I like that Sylvie sat down and threw on a, a Velvet Underground record <laughs> called Loaded and listened to the song Oh Sweet Nothing because it's a fantastic uh-huh. song. That's what I liked. Yeah. That whole thing I thought yeah. was really cool. Like the whole the whole cool. way that everything and even before that when she's <clears throat> excuse me when she's outside and she puts her McDonald's bag up on the car the McDonald's yeah. bag disappears I like that like I thought I thought like little small things like that like the whole visual of like the, mm. the spaghetti effect I thought was fantastic kind yeah. of kind of blip but not like you could tell what they were going for they right. just didn't want to like rehash the blip so they this is yeah, the yeah. next best thing that they could do i thought all that was really cool i thought the backstories to all of the characters was really cool um what's her name is actually like a doctor which makes all the oh, sense yeah, in Dr. the world Willis. yeah which yep. makes all the sense in the world because it like she was really like bothered and concerned with all of the people on the timeline who were just like dying. Like she was really yep. overly concerned and bothered by that. So it makes all the sense in the world that she was a doctor like out there in real life. Um, Mobius being a ATV salesman, jet, a jet, jet ski, ski salesman. Sure, I, I guess I guess it makes sense for him. It just I don't know. That one was it was, mean, it was a little on the nose, but I mean. Well, I mean, we all knew it was going to happen. <laughs> um, just... What's his name being an escaped convict? That yeah. was pretty funny. That's so... The best part about that is the second time watching it, I heard him say, if they catch us, they're going to gut us like a fish. And I laughed <laughs> so hard. Because remember when we were first introduced to Casey, he's like, he's like, quiet, quiet, or I'll gut you like a fish. What's a fish? <laughs> he's like, why does it matter? He's like, well, I want to know what I'm being threatened with before I comply. It was, it was the funniest thing and that's and i fell in love with casey immediately at that moment i love it the first time time we see him here is frankie says that it's amazing so frank is actually um the escaped convict who actually escaped from alcatraz in like what 1960 62 62 when when yeah yeah. uh clint eastwood the the movie escape from alcatraz like it's the rock Mm -hmm. like it's going down that thing which i really like in the first season did the whole db cooper thing and now they're doing the whole uh (laughs) Escape from Alcatraz thing, and in both cases, it's like people just vanished, and the and the answer for why they vanished is obviously the TVA. I think that's kind of cool. Like <laughs> DB awesome. Cooper vanished without a trace from jumping out of the back of a plane, and <laughs> the escape convicts <laughs> Loki owed his brother money. exactly, and the escape convicts. The escaped convicts from Alcatraz disappeared because a portal opened up and he walked through it. I just think yep. little things like that. I think are really cool. That yeah was really really cool mobius the whole the whole thing with mobius like oh his sons and he gotta leave because he wants to protect his sons he bought into it way too easily which like just tells me that he was just like really bored with his life and wanted to go off and he wanted to do something else that's all that was how interesting Mm. can your life possibly be if you're a, a jet ski salesman like Come on, like he—he he's just—he just striking me as the kind of person that just. Wants well, to he is sense. there six days a week because they're closed on Sundays. Unreal, unbelievable. <laughs> but those are the things. Those are the things that I liked about the episode. The character builds. I always like when they go back and they show backstory for a lot of characters and like fill in little gaps here and there. I think all that's fantastic. So here's so here's the question though: Was this actual backstory or yes. was this? What they were put into because it's what they were always dreaming of. I just think this was backstory. It makes sense for all of the characters involved. It does. It makes perfect sense. Their backstories make perfect sense for all of their backstory, for all of these characters. 100%. Mm -hmm. That I like. I agree. That aesthetic, I think, is fantastic. 
and that's where my that's where my likes end for for this episode then they get into the whole he can time travel what came first the chicken or the egg or the chicken or the egg or the chicken or the egg like it's just it's so redundant it's so stupid and i i don't like it yeah how it happens you know i don't like it when they have a i I agree i don't like it when they show a time travel movie when you have no idea how the time traveling works it makes absolutely no sense right well like when you don't understand how time traveling works and it just makes no sense it just really irritates you. Well, if Loki had a button that he could push, it would have made all the sense in the world. (laughs) Crap. (laughs) Sorry. Or or a hole in the wall. Or a hole in the wall. If there was a hole in the wall, if there was some type of mechanic that Loki had to make this possible. Sure. But no. It's just... I'm going to use the words that you used for me a few weeks ago. I just gained a lot more respect for you. Hey, I'm (laughs) listen. I'm consistent that way too easily. I'm consistent. Listen, the (laughs) the problem that I have, the problem that I have with this is it's, and I, I, I don't like it. It's just, Oh, he can do it because he believes he can, or he feels a certain way. It's all mm. eternal. It sh- there should be some type of external force that's allowing him to do this. But no, it's just there it, is. It's sh- there, w- there no, was. there isn't. It's just it's within him. He no, feels it like it. Him. He believes he can. He's thinking about no, 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 this time. He He's can... thinking about no, 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 these that's... people, and boom, he's there. That's so. Hey, that's dumb. how he can. That's how he can. That's how he's learned to control it. Mm-hmm. He had it put in him when he went out into cerebral. Uh, when, we, we when don't he know got, that. <laughs> that's that's when it started happening. Think? We don't that's know when that. It started ha- he's introduced to the to the to the to the to the, to the to all the crap that's in the loom. Yeah. You know, it was like you could see it like waving the temporal over temporal radiation. No, he it's got, the same he got, idea. It's the, he got it's he, the, he the season the opened with him time slipping. Fantastic for Yeah. No. Yes, it did. The season yes. opened with him time slipping and we the whole we learned the whole thing. Was about oh, him yeah, about the whole first episode was him time slipping and they had to go through the whole thing about how you have to be pruned in order for it to stop. Guess what? He was pruned and it didn't stop. So what was the point? <laughs> I was thinking it was like that like a like a fantastic four type scenario. Oh yeah, no, not at all. Like he was out there, he got hit with it. That would have made sense. That would make sense. It would have made more sense, but no. No. Well, not what happened. You not think, at all. You, you think what happened with Fantastic Four makes sense? No. They go through the storm, and now you can stretch as long as you can go invisible. <laughs> and be spaghetti. And, you can, and turn you into can, fire. You can, you can oh. flame on. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come yeah. on. So a lot of the reasons why superheroes become superheroes are pretty stupid. Hey, I, I agree. like radioactive spiders. Agreed. Spiders. I like radioactive spiders. Two Face falls into a vat of acid. No, he didn't fall into a vat of acid. That was Joker. Joker, whatever, falls into a vat of acid. He was already like psychotic though. He fell into a vat of acid. <laughs> <laughs> and he came out he came out okay. Well, we don't really know how Heath Ledger's Joker became Joker. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. No, his yes. father was a drinker. Is yeah. that all you know? And he brought, you know, <laughs> took a knife. Do you know how I got these scars? That's exactly how he became psychotic. 
was his dad was a alcohol- smile on his, that face. His dad was an alcoholic abuser, so he just yeah. No, but he changed the story every single time, which makes you believe that he's just a liar, he's and psychotic. none of those stories were true. He is my favorite Joker, though. I'm sorry. Yeah. <sighs> he's, he's so that 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 was that that is that is that that is how I. These these are my thoughts and feelings. And speaking of Fantastic Four, oh boy, yeah. I'm gonna Dr. segue. Doom. I'm gonna segue into. I told this. you that they're trying to they're trying to write him out because but the they thing didn't. Is they just wanna, but they didn't. But, but they didn't write him out. But they didn't yet. Yet they they're not going to. They what what where do you see them writing him out? Um, all the talks about Doctor Doom. That's and not. Did you read the, the article? Dynasty. No, I didn't read the article. Well, maybe you should have before you start talking about it. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I've, I've read other articles. Okay. So the talk was that should things go wrong with Jonathan Majors and they need to write him out, a suitable replacement would have been Von Doom. Mm-hmm. That is what the articles read. Not we're going to do it. They introduced... So th- this is where... It's what clear they don't know what they're doing. Right now? Secret Invasion. Secret Wars. Secret Invasion? Secret Wars. Yeah, that was supposed to... It was supposed to lead, it was, I, I said that. It was supposed to lead in the Secret Wars. So the thing is, they, they again, they don't know where they're going with it. Is it the Kang Dynasty or is it the Secret Wars? What's their focus? No idea. Well... They have no idea. Zero. They're trying to introduce all these different things, but they're not actually following a storyline. Before, it was something. It was like, we have these stones. We have these weird glowy things that mean something. And it all eventually led up to the gauntlet and, and you know, the, the mad titan there. You know, so it's like, that all made sense. Here, it's like, let's introduce like 50 different storylines, three different storylines, and just kind of have them all there so we can pick which one we want to do. Eh, we're losing it. So I um, mean, the... no, go ahead. They're, they're they're talking about Echo. I guess Echo they're really pushing right now. I guess that's coming out in twenty twenty four. Yeah. Um, with of course you know D'Onofrio reprising his role as Kingpin because he didn't get shot. Well, I think this is going to be a prequel to whatever they, whatever built up to the Echo character. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. That, that I guess that makes sense. Unless they're doing yeah. like a here and there. Oh, he's we don't type know if he's thing. dead or not. Well, we'll, I mean, find out Daredevil. this is my rifle. This is my gun. I'm pretty sure we knew that he was dead at that he, point. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't buy into. It. Unless you see the death happen on screen, I, I don't think that it happened. That's an, that's an age old trope that movies and television shows have been doing for decades at this point. Oh, he didn't yeah. die on screen. Guess what? There's a chance he might still be alive. Ha ha ha. Yep. Yep. That's where that is. But. No, the uh, the majority of the articles I read were basically stating that uh, should things go wrong and should Jonathan Majors need to be written off and should DC decide to replace him, which none have happened and there is no indication that any of that's going to happen, a suitable replacement for a big bad of the MCU moving forward would have been Von Doom. Hmm. But they'd have to introduce Fantastic Four first. The aerospace engineer had already been established. They could have very easily picked up that ball. The idea mm-hmm. of the aerospace engineer had been established. They could have ran with that. And I said this when Lee and I were doing Wanda. Um, 
if if there was a if there was a possibility that the aerospace engineer was Reed Richards, there was an equal possibility it could have also been Von Doom because they're both incredibly right. equal in terms of intelligence. Correct. So right. that's that's they've they've already dropped that line. They've already left that nugget out there for fans to kind of pick up on. They could have very easily just circled back around to that and picked that back up and go, oh, here's what we can do moving forward with this. Which, I'm sorry, would make a lot more sense if you're going, like, yes, you have Victor Timely, who's like the loom and everything, and he's a scientist and blah, 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 blah. You could very easily take him out of the storyline and insert either Richards or Doom, and they would do just as well. Correct. So that's that's where I am. I guys during Wanda. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. He wasn't on that episode though. No. I went back and I I went back and I listened to make sure you weren't a part of that conversation. You weren't you weren't in that you in the episode where they dropped the line aerospace engineer, you weren't there. It was just Lee and I. Yeah, when they were breaking when they were breaking through the force field. Yeah. Yeah. The the whatever it was called. That moon rover or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I got a friend. He's gonna build something yeah. for me, an aerospace engineer, yeah. and it's like, come on, yeah. really? Yeah, it's like and so it obvious. Nowhere. Nowhere. But that's not the, That's not the point, and the reason why I wanted to bring this up. The question is, should they just do it anyway? I don't know. Should they? Should they I, introduce? Should 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 they introduce Von Doom now in this? Should they as prepa- a big bad or yes. as a bad? Guy? Should they replace Jonathan Majors? Should they replace Kang with Doom at this point? At this point, I don't think they should because I want to see where this goes. I can't believe I've just said that, but I kind of want to see where this goes because okay. they've already had two TV shows and two or three movies that have had him featured in it as the bad guy now. So with that, or at least three or four different shows and movies that have shown him as the bad guy so we have to figure out where it's going now if they just write him off that's shame on marvel at that point there's two things that he's been in it's loki and quantumania that's it so okay so three two tv shows and a one and tv a show well two episodes two seasons okay yeah the end yeah, but they're I mean, cl- the, the, end, the, the, the end point. The, the point is well. The yeah. point is they're clearly building him up to be the big bad. Well, the big thing is the way that they ended Quantumania was like, here's five billion of them in a stadium. Yeah, and then they do this this series here, and I'm just like, oh, it's gonna get nuts, and they're gonna lead into the Kang Dynasty, and then they don't. Well, he's died really easily in everything we've seen him in, so this could just be the, the way they killed the easy kill off of all five billion of those guys. But they were the ones who were supposed to, I mean, at least he who remains was the one who remained. Was supposed to live. Well, he died. He did. Right. That's yep. my point. He was supposed to, and he died. Yet all these other ones, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I just, it, it, it all feels like the... they, they had a plan, and then when they did this season, they were like, I don't know what we're doing anymore, and they just. Do you think going to the end of time is what made it possible to time slip? Um... No, maybe. No, I know you, when you watch a lot of like when you watch Doctor Who, going to the end of time is like a big thing. Yeah, it's Doctor Who. Still a big thing. Uh, okay, though. fine. If you want to say like for sci-fi, going to the end of time is like a big thing. Fine, but there was nothing like. There was nothing that happened. He just kind of like. Got blipped into got blipped into like. <laughs> 
<laughs> got blipped into this this power where he can just like time slip all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I personally, I personally would not be opposed to Jonathan Majors taking the the bow out or finding a way to write off the character of Kang, and moving forward with Doom, because so it, many problems in the MCU would be repaired if they just uh, abandon ship. I say it: abandon ship on 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 the current storylines that you're trying to tell, and make everything about Secret Wars. Make everything about Fantastic Four. Introduce X Men. Just pull the trigger and get it over with. You already kind of did it. You can do it here. You can make. You could actually go back and retroactively make WandaVision make a lot more sense. Like it would fix so many problems. And now, and one more, one more point that I want to make, and then I'll let you go. And now that Loki can time travel, what? What what other excuse do you really need to correct the ship? You have a character that can time travel now. Mm-hmm. You just use it. Even though I think it would be egregious and I probably wouldn't like it at first, like the long-term effect of, of, of having, having Loki fix everything I think would actually be beneficial. Like it's going to be clunky. I don't think it would be pretty. I think I would have a lot of complaints about it. But long-term, even if it's just one thing, if Loki fixes everything and like rewrites the ship and you go back and you retroactively make Wanda make sense and you give like Strange a little bit more purpose and you do whatever you have to do with the Kang character and then Loki dies and then you move forward with that, I'd be happy. I'd be incredibly happy with that. It costs something, you rewrote the ship and you introduce characters that the MCU desperately needs right now. That's 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 my final say. Yeah kind of agree with that like do with mcu what they're doing with dc you know yeah give it a clean slate. yeah clean over. slate i i yeah speaking, speaking of that i kind of wanted to share i just watched a movie last night speaking of thor <laughs> chris oh. hemsworth oh. have you seen have you seen netflix original extraction? extraction i haven't seen either of them it's with chris hemsworth yeah there's extraction too we I've, talk about Oh no no! Um, Keep up talked about this, did they? Yeah. Oh, um, well, I watched Extraction like a year and a half ago, and then Extraction Two came out. And my wife and I watched it last night. Yeah. Oh, there is a twenty-one minute full-on action scene from a prison. Yeah. Onto a train, like on in a prison through a. Uh, uh, 21 minutes long continuous shot it is by far and it is non-stop yeah it is some of the most insane action insane footage insane everything that i have seen in a long time and the movie itself was incredible i probably wouldn't do it on the podcast only because like when we talk straight action it would be this went kaboom this went yeah. kaboom this went bang bang this one kaboom and he wins. That's the problem. Doing outside action. Of, <laughs> right. Outside of that, outside of that, like it was Chris Hemsworth on almost the level of John Wick. Okay. That's okay. The way he the way he was shooting, the way he was fighting, the way he was doing everything, it was by it was it was one of the better movies I've seen in a long time. And I'm really shocked because it's a Netflix original. 
and Netflix is like uh like one out of every six will be a good movie. Other five are kind of eh. But this was really, really, really good. And I would recommend it to either of you. It's a it's about two, it's a little over two hours long, but it's so worth it. Uh, and I'm actually shocked because I'm actually impressed with Chris Hemsworth, how he he didn't get typecast into the role of Thor. He actually got himself out of that as soon as possible and started doing other things. That way he's not typecasted as Thor. Whereas uh, someone like, whereas someone like Tom Hiddleston will always be Loki. Well, he's said that he wants to be Loki until he retires. Or Anthony Daniels will always be C three PO. That's all he plays. Yeah, That's all he plays. True. <laughs> but you know, I I will say that it's it's the the movie itself. If you haven't seen the film, I would take the time and go watch it. Will I think you'll like it? Um, I was actually talking with my wife this weekend. We were with some friends and she's like, yeah, we watched that. It was weird because last year we went to the theaters and we watched violent night and I told you about violent night. Right. Mm -hmm. And how we need to do that this Christmas <laughs> along with, along with, um, die hard Two. you need to watch violent night and we need to go through this movie. <laughs> You will have such a blast <laughs> with this. I'm going to say this now. Santa Claus is over two, three hundred years old, and he has Thor's hammer. Okay. It's, okay. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. Santa Claus is the superhero in this movie. And again, it, it's it's so bloody. It's so outrageously like it just it wouldn't where did he go i, I just know. noticed he i just noticed he left he doesn't say anything he just nope. disappears bye he's just like bye <laughs> did, did you see him leaving nope i looked down <laughs> to get a snack and i looked back up and he was gone <laughs> i didn't even notice he was gone <laughs> i say keep rolling <laughs> i we never saw that um, <coughs> but I told us that we're going to do Violent Night for Christmas yeah. this year. We need to do this film. No, no, no. We're yet? doing Die Hard 2. We're going to do both. Yeah, I, no, I've seen it. You saw Violent Night? We, we talked about this already. But you saw Violent Night? Yes, when we've talked about it. No, we didn't. We we just, we just talked about it. We didn't have a full-on discussion, but we talked about it. Well, I mean, Will, you need to see We this didn't film. talk like, about it then. <laughs> yeah, we did. We may have, had a, we may have like a quick two seconds yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I'm saying Will we needs, had this conversation. Already. Will needs to watch this movie. It's so fantastic. It is so fantastic. I will watch it again because it's just you know how over the top. Like remember we had this conversation a couple weeks ago about um, like all the horror movies from the '80s. Mm -hmm. You know, Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Streets and you know Halloween and how just over the top they are. Mm -hmm. This movie is so over the top, violent and bloody. <laughs> Like you can tell, the blood is just fake. Right, yeah. well, of course. It's, well, I mean, it's so over the top that it's amazing. It's, it's, it's rated R. Of course, it's rated R. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're seeing people just—they're getting, they're, they're, they're exploding. You know, Santa Claus is just like ripping through. <laughs> it's not. It's fantastic. It's it's Die Hard meets the Santa Claus. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. 
No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On steroids, though. There's steroids involved, yeah. And steroids are definitely... But, but the thing is... He's juicing. <laughs> yeah, but he's, but he's also like... Not okay. like he's not like the big muscular hero and everything this. is easy. There is, there is, a, there is one. This doesn't give anything away because not a single death scene gives anything away in this entire movie. Not but a there death scene a in part... any action movie gives anything away. Mm. I don't care unless it's the final death scene. Um, yeah. But there, there is in the beginning of the film, you see him opening up a candy cane and he starts sucking on it, and then towards the end of the film. You know how when you were a kid, you suck on a candy cane to do one thing, and that's to make it pointy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he does that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. And he just starts like, shanking people with this candy cane. It's fantastic. This movie is awesome. Okay. Well, we'll 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 definitely talk about that in the Okay. Um but yes, we're still doing Die Hard too. I mean, we're working our way oh, through definitely. Yeah, we have to work our way through the Christmas movies. Yeah. Um so as far as this, I mean, the things that I enjoyed about it, um, so I, I talked more about the theory of it, but I think the things that like little details that I picked up the second time watching it. So the first time I watched it, um, I was exhausted. Um, I've had a really long, crazy week um, and some weird, weird shifts that I worked and I came home and, and I'm like putting the kids to bed. My wife's like, oh, um, they're like, what are you going to do? You guys going to bed? Like the kids are asking. And she's like, no, no, no. We're not going to bed. Daddy's probably not going to bed. He's probably going to be downstairs. I'm thinking, I'm just like, I really want to go to bed. But I'm like, but I have to watch Loki. (sighs) Yeah, and she already watched it the night before. I'm like, I got to watch it. So I put it on. And at the spaghetti, like, record store scene, I just went out. Like, I remember, like, eyes rolling. And I'm like, this is boring. Like, it's just, and it was like, before, like, things happened, like, I saw some spaghetti moving. And that's the last thing I remember. Next thing you know, my wife is standing over me like, you need to go to bed. Like, it was like abrupt and scary. And I was like, but it's comfortable. And that's like the end of it. So next morning I woke up and watched the last seven minutes, which is when everything happened in this episode. And I'm like, okay. And by everything, I mean, everything was undone. We're back to square one here. Um, but speaking of that, why was he reaching for all the spaghetti? That was just, just him. In in a, in, a, in an attempt to be dramatic, emotional response. Was. Yeah, he's just like, no, 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 no. Please, you know, please don't, please don't disappear. Please don't, please don't leave me. Oh my god. Yeah, come, come yeah. back. Yeah, come back, Jack. Um, come back. Jack. So, couple of things. Um, my wife pointed it out, and I didn't see it until the second time watching it again. Probably because I was falling asleep. Was the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man when he comes back? Oh when he comes God. back and he's doing it too. <laughs> that that was actually really funny, because um, I didn't see it the second time when he came back and he was actually doing exactly what he was doing behind him. Before I I, I thought my wife was just being really intuitive, like look, it's just like the inflatable guy, and I'm like, oh yeah. But then when I saw him come back again, I'm like, oh no, it's literally meant to look exactly like that. Did so you I'm like, catch okay. on to the? Did you guys catch on to the whole um, Green Lantern reenactment? Remind me. I Show caught me. on. I caught on to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he was doing it, yeah. I didn't catch. I didn't catch that, but I did catch on to um, uh, Mobius's children being like placements for Thor and Loki. 
Mm-hmm. One of them's yep. green. The other one's responsible. One of them's burning stuff. The other one has to go get the other one. Like it was very on the nose. Thor and Loki. Right, and there there was like that theory behind it where like, um, where Mobius or Dawn or whatever was a some type of variant of Odin. Mm-hmm. There was something about that um, that that was brought up at one point, so I can see how that happens. And the kids like, "Where'd you get those matches? <laughs> Stole them." Yeah. <laughs> like the, yeah. the way the kid responds is, "Don't is run really... with them. Don't run with them." <laughs> it's, it's just too funny. Um, I appreciate that. Um, it's like I can't talk to you about the TVA. You mean ATV? Yeah, we got two of them in last week. <laughs> you know, just the dumb stuff that was going back and forth. I still don't understand. Like, why couldn't he just like cut his hair short and like you know diet or something no they had to put this goofy wig on on mobius especially in this season the first season i, I, I could buy it this season it just looks like a wig I, I don't understand um but anyway the whole thing with doug obi i i feel like they're just giving him tons of screen time and i'm totally okay with it to give kihu kwan like all this time to be in something after um everything everywhere all at once i'm which really is really weird which is that. really weird because you were saying oh this is a one-off like you full-on believe that this was going to be a one-off we both said that what his character mm-hmm. we, see episode one you and i both said this will be a one-off episode that he'll be in and will was the only one saying he'll be here all season i was saying it more dis- in, in disappointment like if this is what it's going to be like that stinks but i'm i'm really glad it was not absolutely and that they kept him in absolutely um, so he's fantastic and mm-hmm. he has he has the biggest part in this episode outside of loki and i think he's amazing so his character is like oh have you read the zartan contingent it's such a great book and he's like trying to sell his stuff by like sneaking it into the bookstore like huh it won't scan that's because he snuck it in it's not in their inventory and like hey i thought i told you to get out of here and he goes back to this like really cool like what's it like an aircraft garage or something that he's he's like living in and working out of loom. I don't know huh it's the loom yeah when you yeah. see the ceiling and you see the yeah you see the, it's the I loom. know but what really is it is the point like well, I, there's nothing for two miles around yeah so. exactly this is just whatever which is kind of um, what that was you know what that was that was the hideout for Gene Hackman and um <laughs> enemy, <laughs> the enemy state. state. <clears throat> um but the whole back and forth when he's just like you need to you're like you're basically a better version of the temp pad. Hey, let's figure out how to do that. But the whole point here, I-, I liked a couple of the lines that he had. They gave him the best lines in the whole show, which is like science is all about the what and how, but fiction's about the why. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's a good way to look at it. And it's like, what's the real reason why? Let's try harder and go through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole like, you know, <laughs> when he's testing it out, like, huh, electrical out impulses don't seem to induce time slipping. <laughs> and then he's like, ah, but I guess fight or flight doesn't do it either. He's like, it's science. Science. But one thing I I really did appreciate, and it's the second time in a row where this was more of a maybe it's only me who picked this one up because there was that line before where he's like, I didn't build it to scale or paint it, blah, blah, blah. Back to the future direct reference. This one was more of a a situational thing, which was not a direct line or anything specific. But I really enjoy when he's talking about – you know, hey, we got to get this group of people together. We got to put the band back together. He's like, what are you talking about? He puts all the pens in the mug and uses that as an example that their temporal aura could match those coordinates. They could figure out where it was if they could see the temporal aura. But they need mm-hmm. to build a temp pad. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I have no way to do it. I, there's no way to, to do it. And then he goes, he basically goes, 
you do now. And he hands him the guidebook, which is very much like the scene in Back to the Future where he's trying to talk to Doc back in the 50s. And he's like, you know, we need 1.21 gigawatts. And, you know, we need a bolt of lightning to do that. Unfortunately, we never know when or where it's going to strike. And then Marty pulls out the flyer and goes, we do now. So this was very much just like that, where he just pulls this thing out of his pocket and he goes, here's your answer. It's information from the future. You know, and it was like, I, I really appreciated that because that's just like, that's the moment where it's like, oh, something cool is going to happen here. I appreciate so I, I, I appreciate the callback or like the reference to the Bolt of Lightning. And I agree with you now that you're saying it. I still yeah. don't like the chicken or the egg thing. Yeah, I know. It's I know. So it's it's like, come down, come down on this one way or another. Either Timely wrote the TVA manual or Obi wrote the TVA manual. It can't yeah, be. It can't they, be both. It can't go back and forth. It's. It doesn't make sense. Obi wrote the TVA manual. He did. Tylee just designed everything because of the TVA manual, and Obi wrote the TVA manual because of everything that Tylee built. That's where right. it gets weird. Uh, but here's the thing, though. It didn't. Yeah, it was never the TVA manual as written by Victor Tylee. Right. Obi always wrote the the manual. But Victor Obi always. Obi Obi thought that Victor wrote the TVA manual because they're standing. No, no, no. Yes, they did. They're standing there in a couple of episodes ago when they both want each other to sign their books. <laughs> yeah, because he knows that he got it from. He is the original. He wrote it, and he and, and Victor timely said, "I got, someone gave this to me. Someone dropped this off, and he knows that it came from the future, and that's <sighs> where he goes. Which came first, the chicken? That's when the whole yeah, you know, thing came up. The part I don't understand about this episode is they need to build a temp pad mm-hmm. because yep. there doesn't there's, there's not one that exists. Nope. Right. Except Sylvie has one. Sylvie has some weird. Yeah. It's like a temp pad. It's like a watch or something. Like you yeah. always see her just grab her wrist and she's gone. Yeah. yeah. It's Where did name? that come from? What, she's always had that, but it's what's her name from Doctor Who with uh yeah 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 River Song. She mm-hmm. has the little the wrist one. Right. But if she already has it. Why do they need to build another one? Well, because she was not. Complying. She wasn't there. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't participating. She she seemed like she didn't yeah. want to be cooperative. I I honestly forgot all about it until the spaghetti happened, and then she's right. like, Bleep. "See ya!" And I'm like, "Wait, how did? Oh, she has a thing." So got it. That that wasn't that wasn't my question about this. How did Obi know where to go? Temporal aura. Yeah. What do you mean? How do you know I thought that too until okay. So before the conversation. Okay, so Loki is talking to Obi and gives him the book and says, "Here, you got to do this and blah 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 blah." And the temple, yeah, and then he's gone. And then he's gone, right? But then Obi suddenly appears right there, walks in right there at the exact spot where where Loki and Mobius are having their conversation. And it's like, how did you know where to go? How did you know that this is the exact precise moment in time, in place, and coordinates that you need to be to pull this off? How did you know this? Well, he knew that because that's how they wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But okay. even better Fine. outside of Fine. that, they didn't have an answer for when he shows up. When he shows up, he goes, Wow, that was quick. And he goes, No, it took 18 months. Well, it was more, but I had to take a break when I lost my job and my wife left me. <laughs> right. So what's going on now? <laughs> I'm not surprised that his I'm not surprised that his wife left him if he's hanging out in the middle of a nowhere, two miles away from everything in some abandoned well, hangar. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Well, she- she left him for a dude with hot dog fingers. Oh, great. Yay. Yeah, that's it. 
and mustard and ketchup come out? That's so gross. <laughs> so gross. Oh, no. You know, out of all the disturbing scenes in that entire film, <laughs> that was, that the, was most the most disturbing. disturbing. <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the the fights, the fight with the with the with the yeah yeah, yeah. you know with the um no uh-huh. the fight uh, the fight with the hot dog the hot dog fingers where they're just sitting and slapping each other. He's, not, the... he's not talking about hot dog fingers. I know he's, he's, he's not. Talking, I'm he's... bringing the conversation somewhere else. <laughs> Thank you. But the two okay. fights with the with the other things were those were disturbing. But the with the hot dog fingers, and then they start like biting them and the ketchup, and it's like it's so. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there watching that going, is this actually happening right oh, now? Yes. Does somebody that actually make That's happening, how... all right. Which means the people who were acting this, right, that was not computer generated. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Nope. Not at all. They but were, there, there, were things were, that, there were things that appeared were, to have happened that did not happen. There were prosthetics on their fingers that were filled with stuff. And when they bit into it, ketchup and mustard. Ketchup and mustard. Uh, <laughs> Imagine. So um, I will say. And then he came back. <laughs> and here we go. Visually, I really like the spaghetti. I, I yes. like the, the, the record store scene was so cool. When the dude walks in and then he's suddenly not there. And the guy who's working there looks up like uh, the bell just went off and there's nobody standing here and he's pouring the coffee into nothing. And then the coffee starts going everywhere. I'm like, whoa, like when the record spinning, the yeah. record spinning when I, I liked it when like the world outside and then the glass, like everything was just splitting, you know, not just turning into dust per se, but it was whatever that whatever material it was, the material was turning into spaghetti with its coloring and everything. I'm like, that just looked sick. Right. It looked so cool. I, agree. I will say the MCU I agree with this. Still, I will say the MCU is keeping up with their production. Yes. yes. Their storytelling. Yeah, they haven't dropped it. I mean, they did they didn't baby shower it, you know, like like the Flash <laughs> or Oh man. The only listen, the only <sighs> problem that I have that with so the bad. um with the with the spaghetti scene, and this is just me. I, I'm not expecting mm. either one of you to get on board with this. Lee might. Oh, is that I, how I feel? Oh. I hate with a passion when really good bad. songs are cut short. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. I hate with a passion when really good songs are cut short. Yeah, of course. Let's you do. chop out. Let's chop out an entire section of the song and make it shorter and just like seamlessly blend things together and make pretend like they fit but they don't fit and it just sounds wrong like it bothers me mm. oh yeah I, and then like you know how, how can you fall asleep if it's the first song on this record yeah, that yeah <laughs> wasn't even in the right place the needle wasn't even in the right place that bothered me too the needle it, it's like <laughs> how when they when, oh, so I was well, it was watching... a Japanese pressing right so oh the, no stop <laughs> So I was watching this, and when they when they have the bird's eye shot of her putting the record on the player and mm. then placing the needle, yeah, yeah. My first thought was, Will is going to find an issue with this scene somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that that oh sweet nothing is the final song on that album, so that that I had that problem too. Oh, and that boy. was on, that was one she played. That was the one she played. You put the yeah, needle the right at the song. beginning. You put the needle right at the beginning of the record, whether you're on side A or side B. The song that you are going to hear is not Oh Sweet Nothing. Oh Sweet Nothing <laughs> is the final track on that album. 
So I was right. He found me. He found me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why? Why? Because the majority of us, like me, won't, 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 won't understand. If you're going to, like, yeah. if you're, never mind. Titans does that really good, though, for the most part. No, they didn't. For scene, except for that one scene. <laughs> it was the <laughs> only time usually... they did something like that, and it was a problem then. It's a problem here. <laughs> they usually Fix it. focus on Fix the small it. stuff. Fix it. Focus on the small stuff. Fix it. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway. Anywho. Anyway. Yep, so I'm tapped out. I think we're done with this episode of Loki. We've got one more episode of this season, and I believe this series. It seems as though that it's very unlikely they're going to go to a third series or a third season, and they're going to probably push to focusing on whatever else the story is going to be Do leading to. Do you think to. that Loki will, will be back into the to the silver screen? I'm, Absolutely. I kind of I, – I really hope so. I, I, I really enjoy his character. I, I liked him when he was – when, you know, previous Loki, I like him now. Um, But, you know, obviously Will's not going to like him because he's got, you know, time travel now. But what they whatever, need, we're going to get it. a show like this is they need a, like a Stephen Moffat to come back in and <laughs> just write a handful of So episodes. we need John Favreau back? Yeah. No. Yeah. He's not he's not the one who he's not the one who killed Mandalorian. So I'm gonna say this. I know that you're not a Doctor Who fan, Will, but with time travel, some of the best stuff was written with him. And there's in season five with Matt Smith, there's this whole storytelling that happens and the The silence. The silence were part of it. Yeah. Um that was the end of season five. That was such a cool six. That was season six. Though. That was so cool. As soon as you, as soon as you look away from them, you forget about them. That was season six, though. That's nuts. Um, but there's episodes where he's talking to his companions, and his companion in this case is 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 um, Amy Amelia Pond, and he's talking to her, and then he's having conversation again, and you know how when the whole Loki thing happened, when he was wearing his coat and wasn't wearing his coat. Yeah, yeah. They do it in a way where you don't notice that with Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. At the very end of the season, he's going back and he's oh, jumping. You're right. And you're he's right. going back into these times where he future is going back and having conversations with the, from the, them from the with past. The, in the past. Yeah. But in the episode that you're watching, in episode two, you have this no happens, idea. You have no idea that no. that's what they're traveling to. And they yeah, do it's later on. such a good job. With how they blend that all in, how they brought it together, it really was awesome. Um, the, the the problem that I the problem that I have with Doctor Who is very simple for me. I don't like I don't like a whole lot of humor in my sci fi. It doesn't hit for me. Yeah. And Doctor Who is loaded with dry British humor. It does yeah, not well, yeah. do it for me Absolutely. at all. I can't. Right. I can't. I can't. It's cringe to me. I can't do it. I'll. I oh, no. Man. Sorry, I can't. Because for me, I, I, I actually since our last conversation, I started watching season twelve. Because they when they because they brought David Tennant back in, and they're supposed to do it for three to four episodes, and now he's in the whole season. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I need Tennant again. Like I, I want the tenth Doctor again, who is now the eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth Doctor, which is crazy. Yeah. So they've never done this before in the 60 years that they've done Doctor Who. And it's just, it's, I mean, they attempted it with the time of the day of the Doctor in the, in the movie yeah, yeah. where they brought Tom Baker. Was it Tom Baker? I think it was Tom Baker back in as the curator. Mm. Yeah, that was, was that the Baker? Doctor. That was Baker. Yeah, he was the curator. Yeah, and he's like, who, 
knows who knows you know yeah. <laughs> um but when you have like when you have like a Stephen Moffat who wrote all of those and knows what he's doing you who need knows? someone like that to come into a show like this who knows how to write time travel well yeah if you don't know how to write time travel well it'll always get convoluted mm -hmm. always get convoluted um and it's way too easy to get confused and you know you just need the right people to write it um the right people the right people the right well, i think it, i think the big thing with time travel is you need to be disciplined when you're writing a time travel story choose yeah. one type of time travel <clears throat> set up your parameters and and don't go outside of those bounds it's right it, and that's what and, go ahead right that's what moffat did is he had the beginning and he had his end goal he already had his end goal in mm -hmm. mind. And his end goal in mind was the end of season six before when he started writing the beginning of season five. And you're like, the end of season five was the midway point. And the end of season six was the finale of it all. And you're like, this guy thought out, and this was 22 to 24 episodes per season. He thought out 40 some odd episodes in advance and then wrote everything in the middle to make it all fit. And it was genius. Yeah. It was some of the best storytelling I've seen on the smaller screen in a mm. long time was when they brought Matt Smith in and did that. And it was fantastic. I think you go. I think fantastic. I think outside of the example that you're setting right now, I think you're always going to find that when you're talking about television, because there are so many cooks in the kitchen that that come in like this writer's going to do this episode this writer's going to do the next episode every episode has to have a different director so you're always going to get something a little bit different it's going to feel different you're going to have a different aesthetic maybe one writer doesn't agree with another writer it happens it happens all the time it, the, the mcu in star wars is littered with all that right now but and, with doctor who what they did is they would have when one doctor would come in they'd have one writer for that doctor I think yeah. I think that might be one of the reasons why I love drama so much is you usually have like one consistent vision or voice. Like Breaking Bad, mm. it was Vince Gilligan, Vince Gilligan. who yeah. did everything. And if and, and and if you did if you ran something by him that he did not like, he would send you away and redo it and do something else, or he would just fill in for himself. The first right. season of True Detective, uh, Nick Pizzolatto spent five years writing that season, and it's probably one of the better singular seasons of television I've ever seen in my life. Like when you five do things, years to write it, he Jeez. spent mm. five years on that first season, and it was one mm. writer and one director through the the entire first season, and it shows because it is. Genius. There, are, there, there is almost literally no plot holes in that thing. Um, and there are other shows that have done that as well. Sopranos did it brilliantly. The Wire did it brilliantly. Lost, not so much. That no, absolutely not. See, but when you're doing when you're doing shows like that, when you're doing like dramas and stuff like that, or you know those episodes, having one director or one writer makes sense. When you're doing, I think sci-fi would benefit from that though, especially 100%. if you, especially if you're doing something like time travel. You need to have one singular vision. That way, it doesn't get bogged down by somebody else's idea. Exactly. Sitcoms, you can do that with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you can just go all over the place. As long as you keep the underlying theme, then you're good to go. And mostly sitcoms, the underlying theme is we start at the age of 20, we're going to end at the age of 30, and we're just going to watch them grow up. Or start at the age of 12 and at the age of 18. That's the majority of sitcoms. And and and, and, and here's the thing. 
And here's the thing. Why? I was just about to bring that up. Why is Seinfeld considered the greatest sitcom of all time? Because Larry David did everything. That's why. Period. Like no, it's, 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 it right. shows. It shows in a lot of things like that. I don't know. I advocate for that. If you're going to be the person that's going to advocate for longer seasons, I will be the person to advocate for one vision. You Just one. Just one. I'm on board with One you. vision. Not so many cooks in the kitchen that things get totally bogged down. I, yeah. 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 I think I think you could I think you could pay people better if you want the director strike True. and the director to have. True. You can pay people better because now hey I'm doing an entire even if it's six episodes like this I'm doing the entire six episodes I know the front the mid I know the beginning the middle and the end yes I know and they need to have the ending in mind first even, and what I feel like and when they did MC when they did when they did the first twenty three movies of the MCU, they had the end game in mind from the beginning of hey, Iron hey, Man. Well, they, it's not even it's not even that. It's like, you know, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby had that planned out decades before the first Iron Man movie. So right. you, they, they had their outline. All they had to do was pick up the comic book and say, we're doing this. That's literally all they had to do. And it's not hard. Happen, and, they, and that's what they... So this is the same thing that happened with Apple when when Steve Jobs passed away. Apple like <laughs> went way off from where <laughs> that, they used to go. Well, that, that, that's twice they, they they fired him. What ninety whatever, and they had to bring him back because right. And with MCU, when you know Stan passes away and Disney takes it over, done. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, because Stan passed away right before Endgame came out. Yeah. yeah, I think the last thing he was actually well, he was in... just a consultant. He wasn't like writing anything for. Right. No, but I mean, but he was things... always a cameo and he was a consultant to, to, to the point of does this does this add up to your standards? Yeah. And if yeah. he said no, yeah, it was out. Now they don't have that anymore. Uh, I kind of feel like a cup. There's a there's a there's a few things in those original movies that are like, mm, that's iffy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah. a few things versus every single thing we're watching. You're right. I'll, You're right. I'll take it. You're right. You're <laughs> you know? right. And I, I, mean, I and, just watched, and I just watched Amazing Spider-Man again, and when he's in the library, oh, that's the best part. And the yeah. fight scenes happen with his headphones that, on. That's my favorite. That like my favorite of his. Of you his would cameo. still know something like when there's a no. We're in the studio when there's a noise out there. Even though I have, I yeah, still we still go. Oh. I still hear it. How he couldn't hear that? Just, it it blows my. Well, mind. Well, that's what makes it good. Actually, no, I take that back. Um, I'd say my two favorite cameos from him. There's that one, and then Excelsior <laughs> in, in Age of Ultron when he gets drunk off the Asgardian liquor. <laughs> yeah, I will say I don't know if I said this to you, to you, Will, but the Amazing Spider-Man, the first movie, I just watched. Like I said, I just watched it again. Hmm. I actually really enjoyed that movie. The second one, junk. Oh yeah. The second one was junk, but the first no, one. Revisiting, revisiting the first one's not bad. I yeah. did, I did it recently i didn't finish it but i went back into it and i'm like yes no, not at all i'm all set no. i'm all set no. i don't think i'll be going back to watch either one of those movies anytime soon <laughs> the first one but i think we can all i think one. we can all agree on that and and to your point even if they're not gonna like i think they could be pay people better i would personally just you throw a chunk of money at one person and say come up with the outline beginning middle and end 
And then for the rest of this thing, you can be a consultant and we'll run everything by. Like, even if you want to do that, if you don't want to throw all that money at one writer or, like, load up one writer's plate, that's fine. But at least, like, you need to have, I think you need to have one vision. And I think sci-fi would greatly benefit from that, especially now. Especially now. And and Kevin Feige used to be that one vision outside of stan lee for MC he's 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 completely he's i i think he's completely think he's cashed out. out yeah he's completely uh, cashed I, out he's made his billions he's done yeah, i don't think set. i don't think you're gonna see him like at the helm of everything the way that he was for all those years again I, I no think, i think like, he's a, i think he's go back into just producing and that's maybe it. and if that's the case hey find somebody new give the well <laughs> i can't believe i'm gonna say this give the kingdom to kevin smith let him do it. Who else out there knows as much about comics as he does? There's not many that's people. still alive. Yeah. That, that's, there's yeah. not many people that has his knowledge of comic book lore that's still alive that would actually be able to sit down and be like, no, this happened, this happened, this happened, and be able to call it. I, that, yeah, sure. Kevin Smith. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he was he was involved in Superman Lives, <laughs> oh, yeah. which saw the light of day for thirty seconds in the Flash. Yeah, yeah. Which I was with my friends this past weekend, and they're they're like, "Did you see?" And he goes, "Did you see the Flash?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Did you see? Did you see um, Nicholas Cage as like Superman?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "What was that?" I'm like. That was back in the 90s. It was an actual story that was written called Superman Lives, and it never saw the light of day. And since he was in this whole realm of, like, different, you know, time streams, they had to show that. And I'm like, it was so bad. (laughs) It was so bad. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Anywho. We're All done. right. Well, we will uh, we will pick back up next week when we talk about the final episode of the second season of Loki. Yeah, I do want to start something going forward. I do want to share with everybody where they can find us. Oh, where can they find um, us? So they can find us on Facebook at Black and White Reviews. Oh yeah, they can do that. And they yes. can find us on Instagram and YouTube at mm. Black and White Reviews eighteen sixty six. Eighteen sixty six. Good yeah, year. It was good year. Yeah, I had some yeah. good times back then. Oh, did you? Do you remember? course yeah 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 so yeah follow us listen to the podcast like our stuff share our content um give us comments um i did tell the guys that you know we did have we had our first one of our first requests i got got a text through messenger on facebook asking questions and i was like "Ooh, Mm. i like this sweet yeah um so yeah they're asking where titans is (laughs) (laughs) hey i'm not kidding (laughs) that's literally something like what's going on Hey, it's something. I, it's a show that I it's a show that I enjoy right now. So <laughs> it's um, something. far more than what than most of what Disney they'll be coming. Is. Don't worry, the Titans episodes will be coming. I'm yes, lazy. They'll be coming soon. <laughs> it'll be coming around the mountain. <laughs> All, All right, right, everybody, have a great one. See you later. Bye bye, people.